Welcome to Hello Church. This is our season finale of season three, episode 10. I'm Wade Beard. And I am the Trapper Justin. <laughs> For a second, it sounded like you forgot your name. <laughs> no, it definitely sounds like somebody who has a made up name. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So Justin Trapier. And today we are talking about metrics in your church. Mm. What do we mean by metrics? Not just church attendance, but baptisms, mm-hmm. small group attendance, small group participation, mission trips, camps, giving, new visitors, um, you know, everything that happens at your church. And one of the reasons why it's important for us to talk about this is because I think a lot of times pastors, uh, we're guilty of looking at maybe the finances mm-hmm. and we'll look at the attendance. Like, hey, what was the attendance this Sunday? Yeah. Like, and we'll add a little bit to, to yeah, the attendance. Yeah, yeah. Just right? like, yeah, the little, we'll do a tithe bump on it. You know, I just add a little extra 10% <laughs> to the report. <laughs> uh, but, I think if we don't look at all the other metrics, we're we're really doing our organization a disservice because, you know, Kerry uh, Newhoff, Newhoff said something recently. He said something, and he was talking about church attendance. But I think mm-hmm. I think church metrics, right, is true. And he said, when it comes to church attendance or when it comes to church metrics, to stop counting is to stop caring. Mm-hmm. And I think you can't manage what you don't measure, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so as we think about um, this season, and we we talked about preaching, we talked about talking to the unchurched, we talked about uh, the offering, the sacraments, baptism, we talked about all these different things. Uh, I think it's important to measure all of that uh, to see uh, what's what's happening, what is God doing, and how we can further be a part of building His kingdom. So if we go throughout our our year. And we look back, and uh, we usually don't count baptisms, but we count baptisms this year. Yeah. And there's only two. Uh, right. We might say, well, one, uh, maybe we need to actually reach out to more people in the community that are not a part of church, and we need to be better at evangelism. Or uh, uh, maybe you are saying, hey, like we don't talk about baptisms, so we need to do that. So having the metrics there... Or maybe they're not even measuring. Maybe no one's keeping track of yeah, how many, no one's keeping track of how many people at your church baptized last year. And so having those metrics can help you to better do what Jesus has called us to do, or better fulfill the Great Commission. Uh, maybe you do metrics. You don't do metrics on the children's department. Uh, you you count the kids because, of course, you want to include that in your attendance. Um, but you don't count each child in each class, and so you don't have a uh, oh, an idea of what need, what classes need to be expanded, where resources need to go, volunteers, all of that. So metrics are, are really important. It's important to count them outside of just church attendance. Well, I think what metrics do when you're measuring the metrics at a macro level, right? You're zooming out and you're looking at patterns. You're looking at trends. You'll be, you know, they, they begin to tell a story, right? Maybe, especially if you look at year over year, let's say you look at the last four years at your church and all of a sudden you notice that that your giving is waning. Your, your church has grown, right, in attendance, but giving hasn't really stayed on trend with that growth path. Mm-hmm. So when you look at that data, when you, when you stick it side by side, you go, okay, wait a minute, we have an opportunity here to elevate the level of generosity at our church Giving has not matched the pace of attendance. And so we are not doing a good enough job at giving our people an opportunity to be a part of what God is doing here. I think another thing that why it's important to measure 
is to take a look at like maybe you've had a program that you've invested in for years and years and years and you just it's just always been there but you have really haven't looked at the data and all of a sudden you t- you zoom out a little bit and you go man we've been investing in this program or this ministry and there is little to no fruit i remember mm-hmm. i was at um church on the move many many years ago but willie george was still the pastor and for those of you that this is like going way back, right? Willie George was the senior pastor, but he was also known as Gospel Bill. Okay, yeah, uh, the, like the old the old show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember that um, they had said you, you could call. They would have like a, a salvation type message, and you could call the number at the end of the show. And Willie George came in and he asked his producers, like he's he finally just said, "Look, we need to look at this data." And he said, "How many people?" called this past week and they they said no 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 one called mm-hmm. <laughs> so they pulled the plug like said no if we're not going to invest all this time and resources and money into this if it's not working then we need to di- divert these funds divert our time our energy to something that is more fruitful and you don't know that right you, you don't you don't come to that realization unless you're looking at the metrics you're looking at the trends you're looking at the numbers yeah and so as i mentioned before it's gonna those are gonna show you to where you're weak and where you're strong as pastors uh naturally you you have your own giftings and you cast your vision for the church and if you're not careful uh where you lean is where the church leans and there's kind of there's an imbalance there so like for me maybe i i gear uh i'm more a little more geared towards discipleship and less towards evangelism so your church can be a high discipleship church but you realize you're not evangelizing like you should. Well, what does that tell you? You said, well, maybe I need to to tweak how I preach, how I talk on Sunday mornings. Maybe I need to get another team member, Mm -hmm. an associate pastor who's high on evangelism. So kind of watching all of that. So you're watching baptisms, but you're watching how many people have joined a small group. What do small groups look like? Uh, You are uh, looking at missions trips or or camps, uh, new visitors. All of that's going to give you an idea of where your church is at. It's like uh, for ministry pass for seminary, we have metrics. We're looking at okay, how many people are signing up, how many people are, are leaving every single month, every single year. What's our growth rate like? Uh, how many like what are our most downloaded products? That all gives us an idea of the st- of the state of the business and how we can do a better job. And so. Uh, following metrics will allow you to do that. As well, well, I think a lot of times we manage and we lead. If we're not looking at the metrics, right, we manage and we lead through a- anecdotal information, right? Personal experiences, maybe something someone said, or they think the music is too loud and they're the only ones that complain. But if you did some survey, if you looked into it, most of the congregation loves the worship music, loves the decibel level, right? Mm-hmm. It's just anecdotally speaking, you only hear from this one particular uh, segment of your church. So we can't, as leaders, we can't lead through through anecdotal information only. We have to take a look at the macro data. So don't lead through micro data. Lead at the macro level. And it's important to get both because mm-hmm. sometimes a story or a personal testimony from someone in your church or a personal experience can really add flesh onto the data, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just quantitative data, but it's, it's qualitative. But I think it's important that we as leaders, we don't ignore um, the bigger data sets because they can tell stories themselves. Yeah. So let me give you just kind of a, a couple of areas where you might want to 
start keeping track of uh, numbers metrics and and you can you can write this down you might do it for every single one or, or maybe for just a few um, but you definitely want to track headcount just on Sunday morning um, baptism you want to do small groups or Sunday schools kind of helps you as you see people getting included in into the church community discipleship uh, if you have a mission strips or, or community outreach uh, uh, events so if you have 2,000 people that go to your church and you only have one community outreach event every year and only you know 15 people show up you're like eh, some things might need to change not necessarily canceling that event but helping your people understand the importance of serving your community uh, different camps for maybe teenagers for children you need to look at new visitors yep. that's a really great um, metric to look at your website analytics right yeah your website analytics uh, people who maybe sign up for more information versus uh, contrast that with like new visitors. So you've got like, oh man, we've got a lot of people signing up, but not as many people visiting. Well, maybe that means you need to do a better job in your email follow-up. Uh, communion. Uh, so there are some congregations that take communion every week. If you don't, keep track of that because you could go two months and, and you know you, yeah. you don't take communion. Parking capacity. Uh, I've heard it once said that when you start to hit close to 80% of your parking capacity, that's a sign that you probably need to go to another service. Yeah, I mean, we our parking was a shambles, shambles you know, uh, really a mess this past Sunday because it rained a lot in Houston. Mm-hmm. And so the ground is soft where we sort of used as an extended parking lot. So we were stacking cars like crazy. And I actually saw a person turn into the church, see the parking situation and go, nope. No, and sir. They, they literally pulled right <laughs> back out. Yeah. So, you know, Something that sounds trivial like parking is really important. As to keep track of that, giving, of course, uh, for your preaching, books of the Bible, topics that you've taught on. Yeah. Uh, and we've said this before, maybe even this season, I know we've said it in prior seasons, uh, how many weeks of the year are you preaching? Uh, keep track of that. Uh, keep track of the worship songs that you've sung uh, and what type of worship song that is. So is, is it more of an individualized worship song? or a song for the community, what's the topic. So those are a couple of metrics to follow. Not an exhaustive list, but write those down and say, hey, maybe we need to do a monthly or quarterly meeting where we just kind of look at this stuff and say, what are some things that maybe we need to change or do differently? Yeah, I think a few other things that I would add is your social media metrics, uh, what gets engagement, Mm -hmm. what type of uh, content, are your sermon videos getting higher engagement or is it your scripture yeah maybe you're posting content from the sermon but uh, as a scripture art or just a question whatever the case may be analyze that also take a look at your website analytics and then of course uh, you mentioned earlier giving um how many new givers don't just analyze just the the total of like income and expenses for every Mm -hmm. month but analyze the number of of new givers if you're not having a lot of people that are new givers every single month, I think that there's an opportunity there, right? It's telling you something that maybe um, uh, we need to change the way that we talk about generosity so that uh, you know, our church is supported by these these legacy, these pillar people that, that tithe mm-hmm. every single month. But uh, sometimes people can't go from zero to hero, right? We need to offer them a way in when mm-hmm. they haven't given before. And so Maybe start with something smaller. Get have a, a small campaign, like a one-day mm-hmm. campaign where everybody can give. It could be five dollars, it could be two dollars, it could be a hundred dollars, but allow new givers to take place or you know, to have an opportunity for that. So, um, 
again, the data tells a story. Yeah, you, your church doesn't need to be this mindless machine that's run by metrics. But if we do want to steward what God has given us, yeah. it means just paying attention and looking at what's going on and saying, hey, like, are there things we need to do differently? Or how can we better steward what God has given us? That's so important. Justin, it's been a good season three. We've had an opportunity to talk, as I mentioned before, about a lot of different topics as it pertains to the church service. And if you have not caught the entire season, go back and listen to some previous episodes. Hopefully, we've given you some stuff to think about, maybe some things to do a little bit differently during your Sunday morning. 